The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. And welcome, everybody, to Monday Morning on Positive Talk Radio. Have we got a heck of a show for you today? Um, it is with, um, it's pretty rare on KKNW. Uh, now, Benny would know more than I, but Benny, do you ever have, you know, singer-songwriters that are world-renowned on your show, on, on any of the shows? On oh, KKNW? no, no, Kevin, you're the first. I knew it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and they are indeed world-renowned singer-songwriters, as a matter of fact. Um, my good friend Tommy, uh, Tommy Tika is his name, and he is uh, the current uh, award winner for male vocalist for the ISSA, which is the International Singer-Songwriter Association. And he just won that award uh, last month, uh, uh, Tommy. In the, in, did, you, did you get it? Did, did, there, there you go. There you go. Hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you get to go to Atlanta? Did they call you? How did that work? No, you know what? The whole thing kind of escaped me, which which I regret dearly, because I uh, last year was on a different weekend, and I had marked it on the same weekend as it was last year, and I I just uh, I didn't even know that I had won, so they sent me an email, or got an email. Like, That's what all great musicians stuff, say and, too. Right. Oh, and, and then I'm like, know, but right. isn't it next weekend? You know, I yeah. thought oh, that maybe I they'll it. send. Yeah. I would have loved to be in Atlanta. I mean, I um, had I known beforehand, um, you know, because it's a long trip. Um, I definitely would have gone. But these things are always, uh, you know, uh, I've lived in Louisville, Kentucky, and that's a long drive, but it's close enough that you know, I I would have made that. But coming from Finland, it's a uh, it's uh oh, I don't know it's a uh, 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 ten hour flight uh, at least yeah so but yeah I I, re I regret I'm kicking myself over the fact that I missed it because I always always participate I always want to see the Josie Awards whether I win or not or the ISSA Awards uh I I, I just I I love the buzz and I love the feel and uh and I so regret missing it this year but what a consolation prize i was i was over the moon um it was great um i mean i'm still celebrating now did somebody accept the award for you uh, no no they didn't but they're, they they're, put sending, up a nice they're, they're mailing it they're ma they're mailing it you know <laughs> right so no i'll 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 tape an acceptance speech and and then they'll post those yeah so so tom is from uh, finland and this is an international show today because we have, and I'm going to try hard not to butcher his name, uh, Lorenzo Gabman, Gabman, Benny, help me. Nope, nope, you're Gabanitza. on your own. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it, I'll say it, Gabanitza. Hey. <laughs> there you go. That's because, that's because you're international now. <laughs> 
I'm from Seattle, and uh, English is my second language. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, what are the native languages in there? Eddie? Speak one of those. I don't speak any languages proficiently, quite frankly. Um, but uh, but Lorenzo is here, and he is also a singer-songwriter of note. And the two of these guys have, uh, as a matter of fact, he was in a Queen um, tribute band for a long time. And that... Go, Benny, you got your mouth open. Go ahead. Because, I mean, that's pretty impressive. I didn't know about that. <laughs> he's he's uh, yeah he's he was doing that and he's been uh, uh out on the scene for you know, a while now uh, lorenzo how are you oh well i'm good yeah i'm here surrounded by great people so i'm happy and i'm glad to be there oh and who's I'm there with you I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. it's you, you, Tommy, and the other man, which I don't know the name. <laughs> I'll change my profile uh, name there. It, so it's Mr. KKNW. <laughs> you, man, looks great also. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and, uh, of course, you know, Benny is... Uh, um, He's a producer and he he works the uh, the board and so he's very familiar with the electronic end of it. Uh, the song that we're and we're gonna play actually, Benny. Can we have a drum roll? Is that possible? You may. At the end of the uh, uh, show today, we are gonna play a brand new yet to be released song uh that that tom put together uh actually for me and for the show and i couldn't be more pleased that he did it so we're going to play that at the end of the show so you need to hang for that because this this is a world premiere of of that that song I, and i just love it i've i've played it for a bunch of folks tom and everybody's like that's really cool um awesome thanks kevin i mean um um it was it was so much fun uh, making it for you, us talking about what what you sort of wanted, and 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 about the um, the essence of positive talk radio, and I hope uh, hopefully I've managed to capture at least some of that. You have indeed, and he is. Uh, when you listen to the song, Benny, you will hear all the instrumentation, all the vocals, everything was done by him. Um, yeah, he's really he's really a talented fella, and uh, he's he's uh, got a bunch of albums out. But we're not here to talk about that per se. We're here to talk about uh, the the project that the two of you were both on, and it is about uh, a charity. It's about um, helping to eradicate, if we can, global warming. And uh, so, Tom, tell us a bit about the song, if you wouldn't mind, or about the uh, project. Well, uh, uh, I think that, uh, and Lorenzo will, will continue from here. We were all brought together um, by Phil Gardner, who is the uh, um, owner of Minds Behind the Music label. Phil has a long history of uh, fighting climate change, and it's very, uh, he's for a very long time, he's been very concerned about the climate and concerned about the, uh, the wildlife and how, how climate change is destroying their natural habitat. And so uh, Phil has uh, put together uh, not just a book, and and he's organized also uh, a couple of auctions where his uh, celebrity friends have uh, auctioned off their memorabilia. Francis Rossi of Status Quo being one of those folks. Um, but he 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 released an album, which uh, the first album I I don't believe Lorenzo is on either, but uh, 
um, I am not on that, right? Lorenzo's not on it either. We're on the second album that just came out, and that's why we're here today. But there is an album that came out before the Born Free album that we're featured on, and I believe that was called One World, wasn't it, Kevin? We we kind of established that, yeah. Yeah. And so that's the that's the backdrop of it. And then Phil wanted to do another album and contacted uh, um, Michael Stover. I believe that Lorenzo and I both came through Michael, uh, came in touch with Phil through Michael. And uh, maybe, Lorenzo, you want to talk about how, how you ended up on the album. I sent Phil my song and, 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 and uh, he said that, love it, it's going to be on the album. So maybe you, you know, tell us your story. Well, well I am... I saw the project and I loved it. And so I um, I contacted Phil and I asked if, if I can do something and then all started from there. And uh, I, had, I had a lot of songs that could fit and uh, I've chosen the, the one that I, that I enclosed in the album. And it all started, it was so natural with, uh, <laughs> with this. Because we were we were in the in the same page, we were looking to do this great thing that you're involved too, everybody, you know, and uh, it all started there, uh, so natural with him uh, and with all the musicians involved, you and uh, schizophrenic and all and all the great artists in the artists who was involved in this album, we have the same goal to. To try to to solve this great problem that we have, the global warming, and you know, sometimes it's you think it's not difficult. You, you can do so little, but if everyone do this little part, it becomes an ocean. You know, it's it's a platitude, but it's true. An ocean is made by by drops. <laughs> hey, so, just like our effort. Yeah, you're right. I, we started there, and and then uh, I I proposed my song to Phil, and he said he loved it, and uh, and then we started, and uh, oh, that's all. It's so simple, simple and easy. You know, when you when you look back over the mists of time, and you go all the way back to the '60s, and you look at some of the many of the singer songwriters that have really wanted to make the world a better place, wanted to really change uh, the way we look at things. And why do you think it is that singer-songwriters take, and I think you take the leadership of trying to change the world in a better way? Uh, what, what, what is it about, about a singer-songwriter like you guys that you uh, donate your time, donate your talents to create something better for all of us? What is it about you guys? What do you think, Lorenzo? Oh, well, I think the, the songwriter has a, a deep connection to sensitivity. So uh, uh, he must be involved in something that uh, gives something better. And, and so uh, I think when he put his art and his soul, you're forced to think to all the things that hurt people, world, and all society. So you, this too is natural, you know, like uh, people like George Harrison and Bob Dylan and John Bass, 
all those people, if you read what they, what they think, it's not because they want to do this thing, it's because this thing flows outside themselves. It, this is how, how I write too. I, I, I found in an album of John Baez the same words that I, that I told in an interview. You know, I, I don't sit down and tell, I must do this because I don't like that. I, I see the thing and it's, also, it's like a, a, a natural answer from my spirit. I see it. I don't like it. I talk. I think all the no. songwriters who is involved in uh, political and, uh, and also global warming and all those things do it first because they, they vibe with the, with the trouble that we have, you know? It's like a, an inner message from the soul. It's like a diapason. I don't know if it's correct in English, the pronunciation. <laughs> you know, it, you do a note and the other vibe. It's this. We, of course, we, we have the, the, all our beliefs. And then when this thing starts, like my song that I wrote for, for George Floyd, of course, I did it later because... I saw something that I don't like, but it started naturally first and uh, the notes and the lyrics and everything comes along. So, uh, you know, I think those people want a better life and a better world for everybody because they are in connection with something that we cannot even explain. And this is something that I feel too, I don't know why, deep in myself but i do it <laughs> well i mean there's a there, there's a great dialogue between john lennon and, and bob dylan in uh, one of the uh one of the books that i have where dylan says that a songwriter observes and reports you know because that's ultimately what he did and and you know lennon is asked about this and he says that yeah but i want the money too <laughs> right you know <laughs> all right which i i that that's him, right? But I mean, um, obviously, we're not doing that this for money. Which I sort of said this as a bridge to the fact that if there is somebody out there who's listening to us right now and they want to make a contribution um, towards our fight uh, against climate change, um, please download the Born Free album released by Minds Behind the Music. It's on iTunes and all the outlets, and just downloading one song um, will help the uh the proceeds will go to the born free foundation that uh supports the fight against the climate change global warming and also tries to stop the natural habitat of wildlife from disappearing so we're basically uh we're uh, we're supporting causes that i don't know how you feel about this kevin but uh, are probably um well if not the most important causes in the world right now at least in top five well, you know, in I don't know if you know this story, but in um, in the United States, we've got a water problem. We're running. Out. <laughs> yeah, I, I I read about that. Yeah, it's inc it's crazy. And up to and including the fact that have you ever heard of a lake called? Have you ever been to Vegas? Heard of a lake called Lake Mead? Yeah, it has. It the water level has dropped so low that they're starting to find uh, bodies in uh, um, in barrels. Of from I guess from the old uh, of, of you know the the uh, mafia days when people ended up uh, getting 
thrown into the into Lake Mead, but it's getting so low. We are we have got a major problem in the Southwest United States, and if we don't fix it, then there's going to be whole parts of our country that are not going to be inhabitable anymore, and that's and that's not acceptable. This is too good of a country, and we we have the technology to fix it. That's what's so irritating about it. Is anything being done, by the way? Uh, here, uh, yeah. well, we ju- we just passed a law. Uh, that is, uh, they call it the uh, um, anti-inflation law or something like that. But it, there's a lot of money for uh, global global change, for for doing different things um, that we can do here to to um, get back in line with where we should be. But it's a global problem, and this is a global show today because Tom is from is in Finland, and um, uh, Lorenzo is in Italy. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. And uh, I'm in parts unknown, and uh, um, and uh, Benny is in Seattle. So, so you know, it's 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 a global and it's a global problem that we have, and that we've got to work on. We've really got to work on fixing it. But you know, I was looking at your bio, Lorenzo, and you wrote a song about Donald Trump, and I just <laughs> I haven't heard the song. But what, what made you what made you write that song? Oh well, uh, well, I don't want to to make uh, anybody angry, but uh, <laughs> you know they told me that the that the song was chanting in the streets when they did the some uh, protest in New York, and so uh, I I wasn't at all happy with the with what I saw, you know, and. There's, nobody is perfect, but I, I thought that he wasn't the, can I say this? I, I thought he wasn't the right guy in that moment. Uh, I don't know if, if he'll ever be, but I am, um, you know, uh, that moment I thought that what he was spreading was not the right thing to spread. And uh, I didn't like the, what was happening with the people protesting and all the people with, uh, I don't know what, what the name in English, what you spry in the eyes of the people protesting. Tear, people. tear gas, tear gas, right? Yeah, I think that's uh, the yellow, the yellow thing was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and that's that's honestly that's one of the reasons why this show exists is because of the hate, division, and fear that we have in this country that has got to stop, and uh, and that's why I love having uh, singer songwriters on because you guys talk about you know peace and love and going all the way back to the Beatles and uh, which is what sixty years now. Um, wow! Yeah, isn't that hard? Incredible! Yeah, incredible! I just because I was just listening to help. Which is, you know, um, um, I I I always felt that has great tracks, like all the all the Beatles albums do. But yeah, I can't believe it was recorded in 1965. And um, you know, one of my favorite one of my favorite Beatles albums, "A Hard Day's Night," was is from 1964. So I mean, when I was a kid. And I went to see, and, and Hard Day's Night came out first, then Help came out, and then um, a couple of years went by, and then they put them both on the same bill together. I've never heard this in a, or never, you never heard this in a movie theater, because Help and Hard Day's Night were playing together. And I was out by the concession stand, and uh, the lights start going down to play A Hard Day's Night, because that was going to be first. 
and girls started screaming in the theater. They were <laughs> they had to know the Beatles weren't actually there and couldn't hear them, but they still had that kind of an impact on on people and that's what singers songwriters do you guys have got your tremendous amount of impact on in the world that you that you have around them what's what's you know and tommy you are um you are an award-winning songwriter singer and you've also had number one hits and uh, you've you've done all of that what's it what's it like being on stage with a group of guys and lorenzo i'll ask you too what's it like to be on stage playing um um queen songs and and having people standing up and cheering for you guys what's it what's it, what is that like what does that feel like well there's no there's no other feeling quite like that you know i think that if your music is going down well with the audience or if your songs are doing good, the radios are playing them and you get awards and hit records and, you know, you've obviously touched somebody's soul and their hearts and minds and you've made an impact with your music. Um, I, I don't, you know, I've never been in it for the money, but, but you know, if, 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 if I've been fortunate enough to find an audience that nods their head, heads to what I'm doing and, you know, when that happens, I'm on cloud nine. I, I don't know about Lorenzo, but, that that's that's the reward that i get from all of that it's an incredible feeling yeah i i think too is you when i when i go up on stage i don't think well of course before when you are making the briefing i hope it, it will be good i hope uh, i will sing good you know but when when you go out there it's it's not uh, a matter of money it's not a matter of, at least for me it's just that I want the people to feel what I have inside and when I see that they they, they are moved but what I am singing and that I am building a connection a bridge through me and them that's that's the most important thing for me it's something that I can resume in the words of a great, great artist, uh, which is Edith Piaf. And uh, she didn't speak English, but she came at uh, Olympia and uh, she came in uh, USA and she said, I want them to cry even if they don't understand a single word of what I'm singing. Mm. This is what I want too. This is why I don't stand at the mic and I don't make the rocker who jump only I try to distribute feelings when I'm singing mm. and when I see that the that the people get it that's for me is paradise uh, as I always say I'm there because they are there if I have not an audience I wouldn't be there so for me they are family uh, I I would like to to raise my hand and touch everybody out there really when i feel this thing this is the, the top for me this is the best this is why i'm there now gentlemen you both contributed to this uh latest album which tommy the name of the album again is born free born free and it's the second one and uh um lorenzo's got a song on that and the name of that song lorenzo is is true love wins that all it's a song goes it's a song that will speak about love in 
the opposite to to what happened to George Floyd. So it's it's really a um, when Jeff Christie heard the song, he say, "Hey, but this is a protest song from the sixties." No, I wrote it right now. <laughs> Because she has all the, the she has all the the, the kind of uh, arrangements and and all the all the things that that they did in the sixties. Uh, the way I did it, also, uh, I tell a story. This uh, this is a song. Uh, if you hear it, you can you can feel the vibe of the sixties. I'm sure about it. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to play it and we're going to play it right now. But first, I got to make sure because did, Benny didn't have a chance to preview it. Did uh, there aren't any words that we're not allowed to say on, on uh, the radio, are there? No, 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 we're good. We're good that way. No, I, I, I would have I would have I would have noticed it. I've listened to it a lot, of, a lot and a lot. I, I actually uh, Lorenzo and I were testing Zoom before we came into this Zoom because he was concerned about joining Zoom. And I said, it's it's weird. Sometimes sometimes you hear songs that uh, you wish you had written yourself. Of course, I'm very envious. It's a great track. I love the gospel feel. I I, I love the Bob Dylanish feel. There isn't anything about this song that I I I I I, I do not like. I I love all of it. So you know, um, just wanting to say this before you guys play it. Um, whoever is listening will get some ear candy. Um, and um, be sure to enjoy it in full. Absolutely. And the, and uh, Lorenzo, the name of the song again is? True Love Wins That All. Very cool. Benny, is it all queued up? And here we go. Him on the ground. Soon 
And that is Lorenzo. Can't pronounce his last name. So, um, Gabonizza. Gabonizza. Yeah, you think to pizza, and then it's perfect. It's that first syllable I have trouble with. I can say pizza, but Gabonizza. Lorenzo Pizza. It's me. 
<laughs> exactly. That that is that is a great song, and uh, and thank you for donating that. I want to I want to um, underline that donating that for the album because um, it um, you know Tom and I were talking about um, production costs and what it takes to put a song like that together, and um, so it's not like. When you give a song away, you're not giving a song away. You are eating the the amount of money it takes to produce that song, and so it costs you money to do that as well. So thank you, thank you for that for that donation. Yeah, it's no small potatoes, as we know. Studio time is expensive. Mixing, mastering, everything. It yeah, we don't want to get into that because we don't talk about money, but it's a whole lot. <laughs> well, I, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it, but it's a it's a great song and it's a, a great contributor to the album again tom the album the name of the album is born free and you can get that on uh, spotify and uh and and itunes and and please don't stream it download it there's a and if you're not familiar with what the difference is um the difference is that if you if you just stream it and play it then the artist doesn't get the money that the, the is rightfully theirs. So make sure that you download it and it costs you like a buck and a quarter. It's a bit, not a big deal. So, but they, they get a, um, and in this case, the charity gets a much larger percentage of now. What's it, Tom, who's the charity that they're working with? It's a charity out of, out of the UK, I believe. Yeah. It's called born free foundation. Oh, that that and, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Red Yeah, we stole their name for the album. <laughs> uh, and um, but uh, yeah, it's a foundation that uh, not only um, uh, supports uh, the preservation of wildlife in Africa and 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 tries to protect the animals' natural habitat, but also obviously fights global warming and 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 climate change. Um, due to the fact that these are the uh, these are big contributing factors uh, to the fact that uh, the animals natural habitat is uh, disappearing. Everything also, also the rainforests obviously we spoke about this we, we, we've talked about this with you, Kevin. Um, people are chopping down rainforests uh, to farm land and 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 basically destroying um, well the quite frankly the lungs of the earth right. Yeah, they are. And, and because they, you know, it's, it's a, it's a hard thing because they want to make a living and they want to take their, but if a million people take an acre and, uh, and burn it down, that's a million acres. And that's, that's happening all over the world. And, and without trees, there ain't no us. So it's, it really is. And, you know, what I like about the foundation and what the work that you guys are all doing is you understand that everything's connected. You can't you you can't lose the number of animals that we're losing that are going extinct and have everything be okay. It's everything's all connected. Nature is is interconnected that way, and we're connected to all of it. We can't live without it. So I'm I'm just eternally grateful that you guys are doing it, and you chose this show to come on, Tom, and uh, and talk about it. I really appreciate it. No, it's our pleasure to be here. Thanks, thanks for having us on the show. And Lorenzo is actually rather close to the. We spoke about the Alps and the European glaciers. You're much closer to the glaciers than I am. And of course, uh, one of the top news this summer is the fact that the glaciers are disappearing from Europe. Uh, if you went to check them out 20 years ago, you'd be wearing your winter clothes, woolly hats, you know, uh, 
woolen sweaters and 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 basically be in full winter gear. But now now when you go there, you go there in your shorts and and t-shirts. Um, and there's only, I don't remember the, the, we've lost 80% of them, if I remember correctly, but anyway, yeah. uh, a, a huge amount. And the problem obviously is that once the glaciers run out, we're going to run a run out of water as well over here. It, and, you know, a lot of the lakes depend, a lot, a lot of people depend on that water for a living. And, and so it's not just the fact that the planet is dying and that there's going to be this sort of final fiendish big bang that takes all of us with it but it's the fact that you know like t.s Eliot said that you know we're not going out with a bang but a whimper and i think unfortunately he was right this is gradual we're entering a period of consequences and hopefully we wake up before we enter a period of no turning back well said sir because and we all have to do it together uh absolutely and- we can't. I want... say, Kevin, I yes, will just say that um, people as not to think that to change things they have to do great things. It's enough to change your uh, behavior with nature. You know, stupid things. I, I may say, like uh, when you when you shave, you don't let the water open. You know, this seems a stupid thing, but it is not because you you have to. To look at the bigger picture, if everybody did this, this is this is a great thing. It's not a stupid thing. All such things, you know, I started to when I see um I don't know the name in English where the where the water comes out from this thing. The <laughs> tap, uh, the tap, faucet, right? Yeah. When you see the water come down, I always close it. Uh, you know, the little thing. Also, plastic, you see it, you put it in the right place. It's, it's not so difficult. If everybody do its part, this world mm. will be saved. It's just this, just a drop for each man and each woman. That's all, really. We can make a big step this way. But isn't that one of the problems with people that we don't see far into the future? We just see what's in front of us right now. Yeah, yeah. They don't see the future. They see right now. I have a friend who's got a son who lives in eastern Washington. Now, if you're not familiar with eastern Washington, it's very much warmer and drier over there than it is in western Washington. And he loves to have a green lawn. Mm -hmm. So he waters his lawn every day uh, so that he can have a green lawn. Well, that's rather silly when you think about how much water that takes to do that, especially over there, where if he were to just let it be and, and let it uh, um, do, do what nature would do with it anyway and let it go brown, then it would save, it would save a ton of water that way. Um, you know, and we all do, we all do simple things like that, that we if we changed, and you're right, if we changed a little bit, um, we could, uh, change the world. And, uh, that's, that's what we, I, I really, well, you know, Tom's a father, uh, Lorenzo, do you have any kids? Yeah. One. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm a grandfather now and, uh, she's four and I want her to be able to live a happy life when she's 60 and at this point in time that's 50 years from now and unless we make a change that's not going to happen it's going to be very difficult for for kids uh growing up today so you know and we did it to them 
in the last hundred years. And we can, and we, so it's up to us to fix it. That's, that's my soapbox for today. Um, but I, you know, I just want to say, uh, Tom, it's, it's, I, I've known you now for a little while and it's just a pleasure to know you. You, you're, you're an extraordinary human being and you really are trying to make a difference both musically and also the things that you do just in everyday life. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Feelings mutual, man. Well, I appreciate that. Um, coming from, coming from a singer songwriter award winner. Are you kidding me? That's that's that that is way cool. So, uh, Lorenzo, are you are you touring now? What are you what are you doing uh, um, uh, in the business? And now that COVID has kind of settled down a bit. Oh, I I just stopped to to play live because I am focusing in my work with Jeff Christie, and I I am very much a recording artist right now. I I am busy with my new album and all the songs that. I have to record and to, you know, like you say about Tommy, I I do mostly all the background vocals, so it's a lot of work to do. Um, so uh, at the moment, um, just wait for my new album. I, I I'm working a lot to do to this album, and I will like I will get terrific musicians, like uh, I will say. Um, Scarlett Rivera too, the fiddle, which is the the fiddler uh, that you can hear in Hurricane from Bob Dylan. You know, all those musicians. Yeah, it's not easy to work with. <laughs> to work and is at this level to be at this level like they are because it requires a lot of work and a lot of focus. So. Um, I just make um, a gig here, a gig there. It's not a tour, but I do many concerts, of course, but uh, it's not a tour because I have to to free myself for the studio recording. That's it. Well, putting together a band and touring with the band is also very expensive, and it's hard to get a real good group of guys together and then get the dates and traveling and all that kind of stuff. Tom, how about you? Are you going to go back on the road? Um, I, I've done my, I've done my share of touring. I, I'm not going to say never. Um, the, the road is a dangerous place. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad that, uh, I'm not touring anymore. It seems to bring out the worst in me, if you will, you know, um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's really, to be honest with you, there, there are great, great moments and moments that I miss. And, and uh, I think that like Lorenzo said, I'm doing concerts here and there. I'm not really, um, going on a tour is a big deal. That's when you, you know, you, Lorenzo would hop on a bus in Italy and he'd be playing in Switzerland tomorrow and then in Germany. And you're going to be on the road for a couple of weeks and, and maybe even longer before you get back home. And, uh, you know, as fathers and 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 family guys, it, uh, and at this stage in our lives, you know, I make it sound like we're eighty five. We're not, um, but even you know, even in your late forties, I think it's um, you know, it's one of those things that you think back on fondly, but uh, perhaps don't want to go back full blown anyway. What's it like being on a bus with a bunch of guys for two weeks in a row and then playing with unloading stuff and then setting it up and then playing and then loading it all back up and then traveling eight hours in a bus? Uh, You've got to really like the guys that you're with, I would imagine. Yeah, you got to love them. And, and, and for the most part, you do. Um, but it's, it's a lifestyle that doesn't fit everyone. 
you know, and I think that there's, I don't know if Lorenzo would agree with me. There's a time in your life that all of us who are involved in music, uh, we want to do it. We want to experience it. We want to go from one hotel to another, eat the candy off the pillow and um, do everything that you've ever imagined that you could possibly do in a hotel room. But then, you know, later, later on, it's a bit of a different story, isn't it, Lorenzo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Also about the uh, the loving the people. Which, if you are lucky, you love them. <laughs> but you are a professional. Maybe you don't love them, but you are together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to face because sometimes yeah. you got the guys or the maybe you. I don't know. You don't love them, but maybe you you don't check. <laughs> yeah you're on your best behavior you make making the you know making the most of it and i think that when if you put you five people together it. yeah I, you do it you, you have to play with them you have to live with them it's like uh, when you work in a in a factory it's the same thing you cannot possibly love all your co-workers but you have to work with them so uh when you are get along yeah a professional one you have to to live with them too even if you don't love them so much. <laughs> well, it's a little bit like, you know, Kevin, for every, anybody out there listening who's married, you know, you yeah. you, you got to get along with your spouse at the end of the day. You know, you can fight every once in a while, but fighting about every small thing is just going to make being together impossible. And I think even though you can't really compare the intimacy between a couple and a rock band, the, the basic principle is the same. When you get up on that stage, you need to get along. If you don't get along, it's not going to work. It's not going to be coherent, and you're and now there are different levels of of uh, skills as well. Um, do you ever run into problems with that, where a, a guy just doesn't cut it and isn't just isn't able to to make make the sound that you need him to make? I mean, when when you play with other musicians, everybody's going to have an off day, and I think it's Lorenzo and I have been at this for a long time. I think now he's you know we're we're both working with top notch musicians, and I think. We don't have that problem anymore. But I remember starting out when you go through your first bands, there's going to be the guy who just isn't going to make it, you know, in the sense that um, not everybody's is, uh, you know, it, you're 16, you put together a rock band, there's bound to be one or two very talented people and the rest are going to just disappear along the way. And they'll, I don't know, new guys are going to come in. And, and yeah. then well, I can say ego is sometimes a, a problem. Like, Ego is something that uh, that happened even in a greater band. But when you are young, the, everybody wants to show off. I can make the example. <laughs> when, when I was singing Queen, and there was the bass player who always wanted to sing the songs, but I, I say, hey, man, I am the yellow one. You're not you. you know? <laughs> With the yellow jacket, I say, I'm Freddy. I am doing Freddy. You know, uh, I think... To get a, a perfect concert, everybody has to be in his place. The bass has to play bass. The singer has to play singer. We have roles, especially when you are a tribute band. You cannot see John Deacon singing song of Freddie Mercury sings. You know. <laughs> yeah, you need that revolving stage. Everybody yeah. in the limelight, one after another. Right, right, yeah, going me. back to the drums and playing the gong. What is this? Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, sometimes it's not easy when you're young, but uh, but now 
the, 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 the strange things is that the most you go up and the less you get those kind of problems. You know, when I when I played with Jeff and Paul Fenton, which is the, the T-Rex drummer, and all those kind of musicians, everybody knew what they had to do and when they have to stay. And me too. I didn't go there, <laughs> you know. My, my my dad used to say, by the way, Lorenzo, going back to the fact that when you're young, it's difficult. He said that when they were, my mom and dad were kind of in their 70s already, but he said that it's actually very easy nowadays because mom and I forget what we were mad at each other about. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, this. That's one of the benefits of getting a little older is that what were we yeah. arguing about anyway? Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So now, t Tom, I want to want to focus in on uh, my favorite song, which is uh, "Fire and Ice," which um, you have recently redone and put back together again. And I was in, I was really was impressed, and I don't understand how you do this, but you said that uh, you you sent the twenty one tracks over to have it mixed professionally. And I was like, 21 tracks? How do you keep track of all of that? Is that in your in your head, the different parts that you play and and the, the vocals and the back? And how did 21 tracks? That seems like a tremendous amount. Is that a lot or is that not very many? Well, it's it it can be a lot, but it depends on the song. If 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 you know it's I, I try to do perfectly polished pop music and, and for you to sing those vocals, you 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 know they need to be just right you know you can you can sing the blues and you have three tracks and you'll be able to mix them down but if you want to be very very you know uh rigid about um you know kind of do a mccartney's vocal a bit where everything is just so um then it requires those tracks actually fire and ice i sang it uh, 53 times so the lead vocal that you hear is a composite of 53 tracks there are syllables. I might have taken just syllables from one track. I'm crazy. You know, it's like now I'm on I'm on live radio. People are going to think, get a life. And they're right, you know. <laughs> well, but you want it to be, you are a perfectionist and you want it to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and, I suppose. You know, and, and the song, by the way, is, is, is really great. Tell us about that song, how it came to be. Well, it was uh, I, we were on a sum, I were on our summer cottage and and um, with, with the in laws they were there as well and my boys were playing pirates, and um and and that lyric um, was something that I I collaborated on with my uh, friend and and collaborator sometimes collaborator, Anti Audio and he had sent me the very bare bones of it and and I took the lyric and I was as I was watching it was a different sort of a story but it was a story about a pirate. But as I was watching my kids play, I turned it into a story about a pirate where two brothers were playing pirates. And that's exactly what my kids were doing when I wrote that, finished the lyrics. And um, then I wrote the melody to to actually wrote seven different melodies around the lyrics until I finally wrote the eighth one, which I felt did the lyrics justice. So it took me actually seven months to get get the song to a point where I actually felt that now, now we've got a great lyric and we've got a great melody of course i'm flattering myself if you don't like it you don't have to like it i might be wrong it's very biased opinion of course but then again what do you expect but um yeah that's that's how the song came about and then when you asked for um uh, that if i if i had something that i could give for you to use as a as a theme song we went through 
couple of songs and and then this sort of just popped into my head that this is the style that you're probably referring to and i sent it over to you and you said yeah that's it we've got our song yep and it worked out really good hey benny i you you have returned to the studio and now uh, could you um uh, i think uh fire and ice is like three minutes 10 seconds you got it um can you let me know when that and we'll end, we'll end the show with that song how about that sounds good you have about two minutes left then <laughs> that's that's what I was asking for. There you go, Lorenzo. Lorenzo, you better speak fast, man. <laughs> Lorenzo, I want to give you an opportunity to a minute, a whole minute, to tell our audience anything that you'd like them to know. The the audio wasn't here. I didn't understood. Sorry. Oh, oh, Tom, I'll, I'll do that with you. You got a minute? Tell the audience anything you'd like them to know. Um, make a change today. Help the help the world. Uh, help the climate, um, and if you want to take it away from from um, that level, make sure that you are happy. You, you, Kevin spoke about your uh, granddaughter, and the the advice that I give to my kids is that whenever you find yourself unhappy, make a change. Life will not go on forever. That's the only message that I want to send out. Be happy, help the climate, because even if you're happy and the world is gone, it's not that you know it's not like you're going to have the greatest time in the world. And Lorenzo, real quick, can you hear? Well, yeah, right now, yes. Uh, well, I, I will, I will marry the the words of Tommy. It's what I wanted to say too. Uh, so I agree with you, Tommy. And hey. I follow you in your words, which were well said and perfect. Just love feel- yourself, everybody. Think first. Think first. Think first, love everyone. If you spread love, you will get love back. Do it. Just now do we it. need the drum roll, by the way. Yes. Yeah. And by, by the way, somebody once said, I don't know who it is. Somebody once said, all you need is love. Yeah. Wait a minute. I know who that was. Uh, <laughs> Johnny and the Moon Dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I want to thank everybody for being here. Uh, Tommy Tika and Lorenzo Gabbins. Yeah. And uh, it's <laughs> Gabanitsa. Gabanitsa. Thank you so yeah. much. And this is the world premiere of the song that Tommy wrote. It's called Fire and Ice. I bought a bird to tell me where to go As if I didn't know the road was new A winding path, the map showed a photograph Of where the X was marked, stood a marabou we fought fire and Fire and ice. Oh, my beds had a 
fire 